Hello, it's Marty welcoming you in to today's edition of the LCR Media Podcast with my main man, Naylor Taliaferro. This is part two of his interview with Randy Haskell from Countryside Lawn Care. If you did not catch part one, then I strongly encourage you to go back and listen to yesterday's show first. Well, here we go. who just graduated high school last year. Mm-hmm. Um, he was working for me part-time. I said, you want a full-time job? He said, yeah. So he filled right into Max's shoes. Max, last day was Friday. Connor's first day started Monday. So, awesome. Well, that's good. That, that, that was out. just this past Monday. So yeah, it yeah. worked out great. I, I was going to say like, so now what? You got all this work and Max left. You know, that's like yeah. a lot of us are going through some of those struggles, myself included. You know, it's like you're trying to keep it all together. In- yeah, he works 10 minutes away from my shop, and uh, and he's out at 3.30 every day. So he said, as soon as leaf season starts, he goes, I know you work sun up to sundown six, seven days a week during leaf season. So he goes, I'm yours for 3.30 until it gets dark, and he only works Monday through Friday. Yeah, He goes, so I'm yours every weekend, and uh, my son starts school back up on the 7th next Tuesday. So um, after school, he can work, and then weekends he can work too. So between me and Connor – and then the uh, Max and my son, yeah, the limited availability. Right, we'll get it done. But I mean, I have some pretty amazing equipment for handling leaves, and uh, actually, have my dealer looking for my next piece of equipment, um, which is going to, pun intended, <laughs> blow leaves away. <laughs> nice, nice. So that that'll save me a lot of time and make a big difference. Yeah, I I, I can imagine. I can't wait to but, see. <laughs> this podcast is the first time that's been mentioned. Nice. You heard it here first on the LCR Media Podcast. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So um, so transitioning into YouTube. So uh, what, what made you, uh, I know you kind of talked a little bit about it, like, you know, Greg and, and Brian Shane and what, um, what really made you start to get into YouTube? I mean, you had to have stumbled upon it somehow in, in the first place, right? Mm-hmm. And then, and then evolution thing happened with other things. Yeah, it was Greg. Um, I started seeing his videos and I was like, this guy literally looks like he's having the most fun I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm like, you know, this is ridiculous. And it's the old saying where if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. And I just always thought that that was something people said. Some hokey thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, come on now. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not I'm not the guy that falls for things too easily. Oh, so but Greg was that I guy, was like, right? <laughs> he really was, man. He really was. And Greg is still such an amazing person. I have so much respect for the man. Um, and he's taken his life in so many different directions. It's ridiculous. I could never keep up, but, um, he, he's such an amazing person. And that guy truly genuinely just wants the best for everybody. It doesn't matter if he comes out with the short end of the stick, he's going to make sure that you have better than he does. And yeah. that's just the type of person he is. So, and a lot of people gave him a lot of crap when he left YouTube and said he was a trader and a sellout and this and that. Listen, the guy had his own reasons and he had to do what he had to do, right. but he is still a genuinely great guy. Um, but yeah, it was just, it was watching his and I'm like, I could do that. I'm like, I'm sure it's not going to be as good, but I, you know, I think I have something to offer because I just knew who I am Yeah. and there was, there was a couple other YouTube channels and I was watching them and I'm like, they're not even really in the same ballpark as Greg, much less playing the same game because 
they're showing. You can tell they're editing and cutting all this stuff in uh, their videos. You can tell they're only showing you the highlights and what they want you right. to see. Whereas Greg is showing this lawn is a pita lawn. Yeah. This is really going right. to stink. I, you know, trust me, if you guys get one of these lawns, don't do what I'm about to do. Just keep on driving. You know, right. and Greg would show and he'd be like, oh, snap the wheel off this push mower. This thing's got a thousand <laughs> yards on it. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and so yeah, it was very real. Yeah, it's very, very real. Yeah. And so I'm like, well, I'm kind of the same way. So, you know, I think and, and I honestly believe that that's why people were watching him because he was very real and he didn't just like cut out all the bad stuff or cut out his mistakes. So that's pretty much what I've done from day one. And the first year I went to GIE, I couldn't believe like I had people I wanted to meet. Like I was so like star shock. So to speak. I just I had to meet certain people. You were on that list. I came right up to you when I found <laughs> you. I had to meet you like there was there was a select few people that I had to meet. And uh, it was like it was like total shock when I saw you for the first time. I was like, oh, man, the same thing happened. That was, that was the year you, John Ryan, all these people that I've only seen virtually. And then I see you in person. It's like it's like we've known each other forever, but it's still kind of surreal yeah. seeing each other for the finally in person, you know? Well, that was it. And, and that was I think the first GIE I went to, that was that's where it like really amped me up because I put out, you know, a video a week or a video every two weeks up until the first GIE. And uh, then that the year after, I think I put up 287 videos that season. Wow. And I was just doing daily vlogs like crazy because and this is why. I went to GIE with that list in my head of people I had to meet. Like I was nervous and I'm not the guy that gets nervous. Like my wife would be like, she's the one she like puts her <laughs> yeah. head down, reads her book. If we get on a plane, like she's, she tagged me in this meme on Facebook one day and it said, we sit on a plane. I put my head down, hope nobody talks to me. By the end of the plane ride, my husband looks over at me and says, Hey, we're going to so-and-so's wedding next month. Some guy he just met. That's my husband. <laughs> and, and that's me. So I don't get nervous, but I was super nervous about meeting these people. And then I literally was attacked for three days at GIE of all these people coming up to me that wanted to meet me. Yeah. I never thought in a million years, five people would even want to meet me. <laughs> and I was like, what? It's a and crazy so feeling. Saw, right. So I saw the impact that I had and how I had affected these people. And I kept asking her, my biggest thing was, well, after you met me, like, do you see me different from my videos? And everyone said the same thing. They're like, you are the same exact guy you are in your videos. You're a clown. And they're like, <laughs> but you're real. You're the same guy. So that encouraged me to take my YouTube to the next level. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, wow, I really am reaching people. I really am affecting people. And so that's when I just started pumping out video after video, because at first I was like, I'm making them, but are people really watching them? You know, are people really, do people really care what I have to say? Or, you know, so I just, I kind of was like nonchalant about it and I just put one up when I could, but then I really saw how it was actually affecting people. And that's always been my goal. I've never cared about my subscriber count. I only ever cared about the view count because I want to know that people are watching what I'm putting out. I want to know that I'm either helping somebody or if I'm not helping you, at least I gave you a laugh. If you had a horrible day today, you come home and say, I watch countryside vlogs today. That dude, that dude just killed it for me at the end of the day. I had a horrible day and I laughed my butt off watching his video. You know, at least if yeah. you don't learn anything from me, let me entertain you for 10 <laughs> minutes at the end of your day. You know what I mean? But yeah. I didn't know I was actually reaching the audience I was. And, 
And that's what made me take it to the next level. Yeah, that's the power of live events. Mm -hmm. I tell you, like, you know, it it started with the GIE and then it's, you know, so many other people have gone on YouTube and their channels have taken off and, and, you know, brands getting involved and ambassador programs and all this stuff. The community is just all is just grown with all of that um, exponentially. And, and, and the next evolution is live, more live events, you know, like the one that you're Mm going to be guest speaker at, you know, like all these different events, that's, it's so beneficial. Like everyone wants to go to these live events because you get to, you know, for one thing, potentially meet people that you haven't met for the first time. You know, maybe it's from a a Facebook group that, you know, certain people that you're talk to all the time or someone you follow on YouTube or Instagram or whatever, all the above, you get to meet them sometimes for the first time. You get to reconnect with people that you've hadn't seen maybe since last year's live event, but there's just something about getting together, at least in our community and hanging out and really just like there's just that that camaraderie and like-minded people and and that the energy and and like you said it motivates you to want to put more content out and you look forward to the next live event but it's super powerful like what you experience at the GIE that's what happens pretty pretty much at every live event for everybody it's it's pretty exciting and that's it just it's just getting bigger and better for us all well it's like you said you know it's people that you wouldn't uh you know you meet them and then you feel like you've known them forever. Like GIE and I will never not go to GIE. So we've already gotten our tickets. As a matter of fact, I think probably 30 times in the last week, I've had to keep sending your link to people because I mentioned it. As soon as you put that link up that you had to do tickets for the uh, meet and greet this year, yeah. it's not going to be at the Merrick Cameron's. Yeah. I mentioned it in a video and told everybody, make sure you do this. And, uh, and so people have just been contacting me like crazy for that link. So I put that out, but <laughs> thank it's, you. It's Appreciate when you it. Go there. No problem. <laughs> I actually have it saved on my clipboard on my phone. So it, during the day when I'm mowing, somebody said, I could just click send Yeah. And, yeah. uh, but there's like hundreds um, of people that have already registered for that. So that's yeah, awesome. I did right away and did, and did them, but I saw like that. You yeah. Said, you were like the first one. I think I was like, yeah, dang, yeah. Randy's on it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. like you said, you know, you meet people and you're like, when you meet them for the first time, you're like, you feel like you've known them for a long time. And, and it was that one GIE I was standing. I remember where I was, we were outside the, um, Toro booth on the out at the outside booth. Yeah. And I was standing there with a couple people. And one of the guys I'll stand with, he was kind of like looking, I thought he was looking at me, but he was kind of looking past me. He's like, I wouldn't do that. And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Next thing you know, this guy wrapped his arms around me uh, and picked me up off my feet. Oh my gosh. And I was just like, who the heck is that? Yeah. Right? <laughs> and now I realized they were talking to the person coming up behind me saying, I wouldn't do that. Uh, he sets me down. I turn and look and it was John Ryan. Nice. I my arms around that guy. <laughs> I gave him a big hug. I, him and I had talked for probably three years. And yeah. I had never gotten to meet him. I mean, look how far he's had to come. Right. And so, you know, and, and we had talked for like three years, you know, it just, we'd never met each other. Right. But he knew that it was me and he yeah. found me there. Yeah. And well, you like, I cannot <laughs> wait to meet you. And uh, yeah. we just had a blast. I love that guy. He is awesome. But, but yeah, it was like right away. It was like we had known each other forever and we literally live in completely different sides of the globe. You know, I, we've never met before, but it was like we'd known each other forever. And it was yeah. it was just super cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, and so you are now uh, podcasting too, right? You have a podcast? Mm-hmm. I did. Uh, I started last year because I like 
I'm a talker. <laughs> you figure that out, but, but I'm a talker and I Me like too. to talk. And I especially <laughs> love to talk to people and I could go for it. I could go forever. So, um, I, I have so much that I want to say and so much that I feel that I want to share. But when I'll find myself, like I'll record mm. during the day and I'll be driving in the truck and I'll just start talking. I and know where you're I'll going go with this. And, yeah. I'll go back and play at the end of the day and I'm like 10 minutes of talking. Like yeah. nobody wants to sit there and listen to me or watch my face, watch me talk for 10 Yeah, the talking like, head in the truck. Else. Yeah. Right. I'm like, I need to do something else. They want like action shots. So I got to talk for a minute and then throw some mowing in there, or, you know, yeah. break it up. And, and that's how I, that's pretty much the layout of my videos. So I try to break it up some, but, uh, so I was just talking too much. So a couple of people were like, well, I'll just do a podcast. You have a lot of information, a lot to share. So I started doing that. And then I started getting people calling me all the time. I want to be on your podcast. I want to be on your podcast. So I've done a couple with other people. I haven't gotten to nearly the amount that I want to, um, I think that I think that where that's going to go and my overall plan with it is I'm going to focus on podcasts during the winter. Yeah. Because unless like, it's like, like batch, it's, batch them and get them all done. Yeah. yeah because unless it's uh, snowing, I'm not doing anything except for projects. I always have winter projects. So um, I'm not really doing anything. So I, uh, you know, and I have my full shop now Um and I have my office and my break room and all that stuff there. So I have all the room. I I have everything set up there at my desk and I can just do them and just knock them out. So that's my plan is to, I've got a full list of people that, um, that want to be on a podcast. We want to do, and I have tons of topics and I have a ton of topics of just stuff. I'm going to talk about myself, which I've already done a few on that, but, uh, yeah, yeah. I just, you know, I named it triggered with Randy Haskell. I mean, and that's what it is because, uh, you know, people have commented on my videos like some stuff you say triggers people. I'm like, I get it. I get it. So that's just kind of what I named it. And nice. uh, I was like going for more of the unfiltered thing. But Brian had already done the unfiltered yeah. thing, Fuller 10. So right. I'm like, hey, it's kind of played out. There's like there's so many. If you even scan podcasts, there's there's got to be a million podcasts that are called unfiltered. You wow. Know, whether it's about whether it's about cooking or whether it's about <laughs> right. um you know, whether it's about construction or this or that or politics, there's there's like a million podcasts called Unfiltered and then the person's name. Yeah. I'm like, that's been done a million times over. I don't want to do that. Besides, right. As far as long care goes, I think Brian's knocking it out. He's yeah. doing an awesome job with it. He's been rolling. So I'm like, I don't want to follow suit. So I just, I named it Triggered. <laughs> yeah. I've always noticed you've been very original. I mean, I feel like you and I have some similarities with, with different things. And this is this is another example or one of those examples how I'm always like, you know, quote unquote, trying new things. Right. But like like Brian Fullerton mm. make, makes jokes a lot like that's Naylor always got to be different. You know, he's got a different podcast mm. board than everybody else. He's got different this. He's got different camera than everybody else. Got You know, like what? But it's because I don't want to I don't want to just do the same thing just because it's already been done. Like I don't want to reinvent the wheel, but I you know, maybe it could be better or, you know, maybe there's just other types of wheels, you know what I mean? Like, so it's like, exactly. I'm always trying to find other challenge things and find other, other ways and just, just experience different things. And I just hop on the bandwagon and, and I've never been a status quo kind of person. So, um, I, I like that you've, you, I feel like you're very similar in that regard where, you know, you would name your YouTube, uh, like different series, you know, instead of it being like whatever it was back in the, back in like Greg's days, like, you know, lawn care life mm -hmm. or lawn care vlog or whatever. And you try and 
have your own spin on it and different names and titles. And uh, I remember you talking yeah. about that, how that's kind of played out and you don't want to do the same thing as everybody else. And the podcast is another example. So um, I, I think that's been, been your theme for, for a while. It's probably part of your personality, right? Part of your character. Yeah. And, and it was for like one whole summer. I think I called it um, uh, the long hair journals. There you I, go. I had a whole season on that called the long hair journey. And I kept changing up, but uh, that is me. That's a, I cannot stand to be like everybody else. Yeah. I don't good, bad or indifferent. I cannot stand to be like everybody else. I don't want to do what everybody else is doing. I want to be my own person. And I just, I don't want to fall into a group. I want to be that guy that stands out, you know, good, bad or indifferent. I just want to be different. I don't want to do what everybody else is doing. Um, and you know, that's, I was actually going to make a joke when you started this off. I was waiting for you to hit record and I was waiting to listen and see what popped up. And I was going to say, what? No, Mr. Producer. <laughs> That's everybody. One of my yeah. favorite, one of my favorite. And and this is as far as I'll go into, uh, you know, the portion of politics that I follow. But one of my favorite guys is Dan Bongino. And even he, I mean, he's, he's not even long here. He's a completely different thing. Even yeah. he uses Mr. Producer. They don't call him Mr. Producer, right. but it's that same voice. You yeah. know it when you hear it. And, uh, <laughs> you know, Paul has it. Brian has right. it. I mean, yeah. It's, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he comes on a, a, after the fact. I don't, <laughs> he, I just send him the file and then he just does his little thing and that's it. But it's not to the oh, extent. Oh, he fills it in there? Yeah, it's not to the extent yeah. of Brian and Paul. Mm-hmm. Like, like Brian and Paul pay him a lot more to like interact with the show and, and kind of make it almost like a, like a radio, a radio show type deal. Like he told me he doesn't have a whole lot of time for that kind of stuff anyway. And I'm like, yeah, well I'm, you know, I'm not looking to spend a fortune. I just want to help. I just want to record the content and then have someone else do the rest for me. And then I send it back to me and I'll upload it and then we're done. So he like, edits things if I need to, and, you know, puts in little, you know, promos here and there and, um, whatever intros, outros, all that kind of stuff, transitions, music, he does all that. And then he also elevates, like, it sounds good automatically on, on the, uh, using when you use a po- some sort of recording device, like what you have, or an actual podcasting board, like the Rocaster pro or the zoom pod track P eight that I have or whatever, it's going to sound good automatically. I could just take this file and upload it and it would still sound good, but it sounds even better when he takes it and he puts it in his, you know, premiere or whatever kind of uh, thing he's got going on editing software and just boosts it all and makes it sound really rich. And you got to turn the volume down when you're on the mowers versus having to jack it all the way up just to hear it. So that's kind of another thing that, that uh, Paul kind of pioneered because people were complaining in the early days that they couldn't really hear what he was saying over the mowers and the blowers. They had to like raise the volume all the way up and it sounded kind of distorted or whatever. So it wasn't until he connected with Mr. Producer, who was a friend of his already on the radio uh, station he worked at that he was able to take his show to the next level and like, hey, this is what you're supposed to do to actually make it sound better. You don't just raise the volume. You have yeah. to do all kinds of other stuff to it. So, It's the GIE Expo 2021. And you're going to be there. So while you're visiting, you've got to attend Influencer Live. Powered by Kohler. On Friday, October 22nd at 8 a.m. This is the first live audience podcast where you can laugh and learn from the top names in our industry's community. With the big names. Like Naylor, Talia Farrow, Paul Jameson, and Caleb Alvin. With guests like Alan Hain, the Lawn Care Nut, Corey Ballard, Sean and Savannah Spencer, and Jason Creel. Don't miss out on this opportunity to reconnect with your community at Influencer Live. Powered by Cooler. 
Entrepreneur Academy Live 2021 is going to be the biggest and best one yet. And we want to see you Saturday, November 13th in Novi, Michigan. Join hundreds of entrepreneurs just like yourself who are looking to crush it in their business and make 2022 the most profitable year ever. This year's speakers are a who's who of the industry. Greg Whitstock, Corey Ballard, Keith Kalfas, Mark Parker, Caleb and Brittany Allman, Haver Pete, Brian and Liz Fullerton, and Jeff Joyner. Launcher Entrepreneur Academy Live 2021 is a powerful and inspiring all-day conference designed to help you take your business to the next level. And it's brought to you by Xmark, RedMax, SureTrack Trailers, and Yardbook. If you make it to town Friday, November the 12th, you're invited to hang out, network, and have a blast at the Full Throttle Adrenaline Park. Brought to you by Toro's Horizon 360. Come ride endless laps on the high-powered go-karts, play virtual reality games, and win great prizes. Excited about bringing you your spouse to the event discounted spouse tickets are available excited about bringing your whole crew group discounts of four or more also available do whatever you have to do to make it to Entrepreneur academy live 2021 and grab your tickets before they're sold out tickets will go fast so if you'd like to get more information visit us at launchpreneuracademy.com or use the link in the show description and follow along with the hashtag lal 2021 and you and I will will be talking about that at a later date because I've noticed like sometimes I listen back to my podcast and I'll listen to them while I'm mowing. And I'm like, wow, I'm like, how can anybody even hear this? Like, yeah, I, I can't hear it. I have my volume jacked up all the way. So uh, mine definitely needs work. And like I said, once I get more into these podcasts and start recording a lot, I just don't want them to come out like crap. So you right. and I will definitely we'll discuss that at a later time and and uh and you can point me in the right direction, but I definitely need that assistance as well. For sure. Because um, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to take the time to do it. And, you know, I'm putting somebody else out there. I, I don't want to embarrass them and I don't want to embarrass myself. Right. You know, I want I want to make it worth it. If I'm going to put all this time into it, then I'll make yeah. it worth it. Yeah, for sure. So what um, what's what's in the future for <clears throat> for countryside? What's what's going on? The, the new, new, new and exciting things going on for you? Yeah. Um, well, I don't really know. I'm, I'm in a very, I'm in a very happy place and I wouldn't say I'm in a comfortable place. <clears throat> I'm a firm believer that you'll never grow if you're comfortable. Um, so I'm, I'd like to do a healthy balance. I like to, you know, make a portion of it comfortable, but another a portion of it like stress and kind of on edge. Like people I've been saying for years that like from, you know, Winter time is, is just a pain in the butt when you got to get up at two in the morning and go plow in snow. But it's not like an overly stressful thing. But from April until December for me, I'm like, people hear me say all the time that I'm in constant anxiety during that time. Like I don't, I don't stress out. I'm not like to the point where I'm like making myself sick or unhealthy or anything like that. I vent at the gym. That's why I go <laughs> there to the gym go. all the time. Playing and 40, banging. <laughs> I'm going to be 43 next month. You know what oh, I mean? Oh man, I just turned 43 in July. See, there's another similarity. You don't look 43. See? I don't look 43. See that? No, we don't. There and you I'm, go. You know what? And I, I'm. That's where I take my stress out, and that's where I relieve myself at the end of the day. Because you know, it, people ask me like, if you have so much anxiety, why do you do it? And I'm like, I will still take it over a nine to five job any day of the week. I love what I do. I love being in control. I love that I built my business to the point where if my phone rings literally every day, if I don't want to deal with that customer, I simply don't. I don't <laughs> argue with them. I don't right. fight. I don't get in a, you know, but if I don't want to take that long, if I go look at a lawn and I'm like, yeah, no, 
I just, I don't take it and I'm not worried about it because I don't have to. Yeah. Um, and that's a very good place to be. But, uh, one of the biggest things I did for my business this year is I've acquired my new shop. Now mm. it's 11,200 square foot. It's three floors. Um, and it sits on, uh, two and a half acres of land. Wow. So it's very, very nice. Yeah. Um, and I have everything I need inside it. I have a huge office, huge break room, two bathrooms. Um, it's just my wow. plows are inside. All my mowers are inside. All my tools, all my equipment. I back the truck and trailer in there at the end of the day. I shut the door down. I jump in the other truck and I go home. Nice. So the biggest things was for the first seven years of my business, I ran everything out of two sheds in my backyard in my single car garage up front. I remember. So, Everything is so packed full. I'm tripping over mowers, tripping over this or that. If I had to work on a mower, if I actually had a rain day, I would have to trip over all the stuff in my single car garage. And then when I get done, I'd have to drive it out in the rain, drive it around to the back of the house's <laughs> shed, put that one in, pull another one out, bring it up front. Now I go in the shop in the morning. I put on a pot of coffee. I turn the TV on in the shop or I turn the radio on and I work on a mower. And then I just step over and work on another mower, step over and work on yeah. for seven for seven mowers in there. You know what I mean? They're wow. all in a row. And, and so I don't have to how, deal with it How anymore. did you score this place? What, tell us the secret. Are you sharing it with anyone or it's all you? No, it's all mine. Um, the way that it works is very good friends of uh, mine and my wife's. The girl, her dad owns this building. And he's in the 90s. He had a machine shop in there. And he moved uh, down to Florida. And so he let somebody else just kind of um, just be a caretaker of the building. He really didn't want to get rid of it, but he didn't, you know, he wanted someone to take care of it and he didn't want it to stay vacant. So he was a caretaker of it, but he really wasn't because um, he just stored a lot of stuff outside, a lot of stuff inside. And it was trashed. I mean, it was just, it was a big mess, but you know, <clears throat> I guess kind of in his defense, he kind of sublet it to other people and let them do stuff there. And they just trashed it. And uh, so it it wasn't and it had been a number of years that he'd been doing this, I think, like 13 years, 14 years, something like that. So um, the girl, she's like, why don't you take that building from my dad? He just wants somebody in there. Just take the building over from him, move in there, you know, call him up, buy it from him, rent it from him, whatever. Figure, he just wants somebody in there that's going to take care of it. So I'm like, yeah, you know, I thought about it. And uh, and I, I passed on it because I thought that I was going to be taking over a portion of my friend's barn, which, yeah. uh, you know, pretty much would have damn near been free. <clears throat> and so I really wasn't... Um, I really wasn't looking to go into a building like this. And then um, that kind of fell through and it got pushed off and pushed off. And then this come up again. And she was like, listen, I talked to my dad. He wants you in that building. So he'll be willing to work out a great deal with you. So I'm like, you know what? Fine. We had them over for dinner one night. I'm like, you know what? Tomorrow, take me over the building. Let me walk through the building. I'd been through it once before. And he's like, okay. So I went over there and walked through it. And I'm like, you know what? Fine. I'll do it. I called her dad. I'm like, what do you want to do? He goes, I don't care. He goes, why don't you just pay the taxes on the building every year? Wow. <laughs> he's like, just pay the he's like, just pay the taxes on the building. I don't care. He goes, I'll cover the utilities. Wow. And I'm like, hmm. That's kind of, I'm like, I don't know if I can let you do that. And so he goes, the building needs a lot of work right now. The break room was like, it's just a room. There was no counter in there, no sink, no plumbing, no nothing. Um, the last people that had it just ripped it all out and took it all and stole it and whatever. Oh, jeez. 
<clears throat> yeah, the toilet leaked, the hot water tank leaked because they didn't dewinterize anything. So I went in there and in the first like month, I painted half the building. I put surveillance cameras all the way around with a DVR system. Um, I put insurance on the building. I redid the whole break room, put a fridge in there, rebuilt the counters, did plumbing, did all that stuff. And so he insisted that the first six months were free. I didn't pay anything for the first six months. Wow. So I cleaned the whole place up outside and my guys over there. I mean, we had machines over there. We just cleaned everything up. Um, it just a lot of work. So <clears throat> pretty much what it come down to is uh, he was just in town a few weeks ago and we talked again and he goes, why don't you stay there for a year or two and, you know, make sure it's what you want. Make sure it's what you want to do. Just, he goes, when I get the tax bill at the end of the year, he goes, they come in two different ones. He goes, one's this much, one's this much, which is, very, very cheap. Um, he said, just pay them. He goes, and then we'll revisit it in a year or so. And you decide if you want to buy it, we'll grant amount, we'll have papers drawn up. <clears throat> he goes, and we'll just do a land contract. That way you just pay me and you'll just constantly pay on the principal and there'll be no interest on the loan. We'll grant amount. You just pay me until it's paid off. Nice. So, so that's I, probably the route I'm going to go. I absolutely love the building there. Every day I love it more and more. And every day I'm just like, this is the best decision I ever made. I, I leave work at work and home at home now. Yeah, huge. I don't. I don't have. You know, I have my open trailer, my enclosed trailer, my dump trailer, and I have three trucks. So I don't have all those parked in my yard, right? And <laughs> right in my driveway, and then machines taking up all the garage, the back sheds. I don't have all of here anymore. Everything is finally away from my house. My wife is ecstatic. Yeah, I can <laughs> As imagine. My wife would be. Yeah. Um, and you know, I just. I, I do everything. The only thing I do at home is at the end of the day, every day I, I come home and I edit my videos and uh, upload my videos. But, you know, and sometimes I just stay at the shop and I'll do that right in my office because I have the same setup there. I have more of a setup in my office than I do at home. Yeah. But I have a full setup here and a full setup at the office so I can do them either place. But um, so, you know, most of the time I just I do that at home when I got to do my billing at the end of the month. I sit in my office for a couple hours. I crack out my billing and lock the door and go home. Yeah. I can, at any time I can bring up my phone and look at all my cameras and I can see exactly what's going on inside and outside my building. Never have a problem. My neighbors are fantastic. They're uh, my one neighbor. I mow it for him. It's a little mini restaurant, but they have a food truck too. And uh, so I mow it for him. And uh, for the last, I don't know how many years they've had to do it themselves in between running their restaurant. So um, I mow it for them all the time. So every time I have a shop day and it's raining, they'll, uh, I call them up and I order food for me and the guys and they absolutely refuse to let us pay. And the food is amazing. So we'll order food and we have a shop day and we eat in the break room and I always call them to give them business, but they refuse to let me pay <laughs> because every week when I mow that, when we mow the shop, we mow theirs too. Yeah. Cause it's, it's, they're connected. It's right there. It takes me another 10 minutes to mow theirs. Yeah. It's no big deal for us. We just knock it out. So every time we have a shop day, we eat like Kings and we do it for free. Yeah. <laughs> That's nice. nice. That's nice. Yeah. That's, that sounds like a great setup and, uh, you know, like years in the making there and congratulations on that. That's that, that is really exciting. And I have seen some of it on your YouTube videos and it, it looks very exciting, just like how you're explaining it. So, uh, for those of you that want to check it out, check out, um, uh, Randy's YouTube channel. So what, what, what are, what go ahead and plug yourself, all the, all the things that, that people can follow and see everything that we've been talking about actually like visualize and see it. Well, I'm definitely on YouTube. That's uh, that's what I'm geared the most towards. That's what I spend the most time on. So it's Countryside Vlogs on 
YouTube. I actually changed my channel name like a year ago to Just Countryside. But if you type in Just Countryside, it doesn't come up. I have no idea why. But if you actually go to my channel, it'll say Just Countryside, right? It it just says Countryside. That's it. But if you punch in Countryside Vlogs on YouTube, then I come right up. Okay. Um, And uh, so that's the easiest way to find me. I have playlists and I don't have it broken down to like different types of things like different mowers or maintenance days because there's a general mix of everything it's mostly daily vlogs but i also have a lot of snow plowing videos i have a ton of maintenance videos i actually have more videos you know even though i mostly run skag mowers now and i have x mark and toro mm-hmm. Toro's my favorite but my grandstand is down and makes me sad every day it's by far my favorite it's by far my favorite <laughs> it would, mower it would make me sad every day too <laughs> i'm in love with my grandstand but i have the x mark vantage too which is the same exact mower yeah um but uh, but I mostly run those, but I still have a walker left. Um, but I actually have more Maybe videos it's... pertaining to walker mowers oh. than anybody in the world. Like I, I'm like 10 to one to even walker themselves. Wow. Um, yeah. But uh, so I don't have a broke down between maintenance and vlogs and stuff. Everything is broken down between years. Oh, so it's okay. 20, 2016 vlogs, 2017 playlist 2018 playlist and so on and so forth so it's broken down from year to year so you can watch me grow um and uh so everything is on there mostly i am on instagram on countryside vlogs i do post a lot of stuff on there but i post a lot of workout stuff for me and billy on there uh, my son versus um versus lawn care but i do put some lawn care stuff on there um i don't have anything separate for facebook it's just me on facebook it's just my name but I keep Facebook for more family and friends. I really don't. I mean, I follow a lot of lawn care stuff on there. Like uh, I'm the moderator of a few different lawn care groups on Facebook. But other than that, I really don't do anything lawn care related on Facebook. I keep it for me and me and my family and friends. So I tell anybody who wants to follow me or, you know, join in, subscribe, whatever. Everything's on Instagram and YouTube, especially YouTube. Yeah, um, that's the bit. That's where I focus the most of my energy is on YouTube. Um, so outside of Instagram and YouTube, that's pretty much it. Um, as far as my podcast, the Triggered Podcast, it's available on everything. So no matter what you listen to, I upload everything to Spotify um, or not Spotify, um, Anchor. Yeah, I upload every everything to Anchor, and then Anchor distributes it from there. Right. So it's on everything. It's on Apple. It's on Audible. It's on um, Android, it, you can find it on anything. Um, but yeah. and there will be, I mean, there's only, I think seven or eight episodes on there, but there will be a lot more coming. Um, that that's definitely going to grow um, yeah. because I just, I have a lot of fun doing it. I love doing it. Um, yeah, for sure. It's, it, it is a fun time. <laughs> um, and, yeah. and we're happy to, happy to have you join the ecosystem of podcasting, you know, and enjoy the future episode, the episodes you currently have and the future ones look forward to those so um yeah. I, I get a lot of people that call me but then uh you know say hey you know i gotta get you on a lot of people i've seen at gie that said you know i gotta get you on a podcast some people i didn't even know that did them and I'm yeah like, hey, you know just get a hold of me we'll figure something out yeah but, just uh, like me hey can we do a podcast like I don't even know what that's months ago or something. I don't yeah. know what the heck happened. You're like, yeah, man, I'm available next week, this time and that time. That was just like months ago. I'm like looking at my phone like, oh, man, I need to get I it together. I forgot. Yeah. So you messaged me yesterday. I'm like, oh, yeah, we were supposed to do that. Yeah. Well, things just, it just things got, got yeah, it sure did. 
mid-July and, and usually through August, we have a dry spell here. But and, that didn't uh, happen, right? We didn't get a dry spell until last week, and it's it's practically gone. We, and we haven't even really gotten much rain, but it's been insanely hot here. Literally, we're sweat it's been humid. Off your face. It's been humid, yeah. right? That's what it is. That's sweat what's keeping... drips off your face while you're on a stander mower. Yeah. Like, I'm mowing grass at 11 miles an hour, and I still yeah. have sweat dripping off That's my face. when you know it's and, humid and hot, yeah. It, it hasn't been over 72 in the last three days, and the nights have been dropping down into the 50s. Oh, wow. So that must feel like a treat. The, oh, it's been fantastic. It's been crazy the last three days, and, and we're actually scheduled to work all weekend long because I, I have an antique fire truck, a 1955, and mm-hmm. I have to drive it in a parade on Labor Day, so I'm giving my guys a day off, which they'll be on the fire truck with me, I'm sure. Um, so we're going to mow our Monday list on Sunday, and then Saturday, we actually, tomorrow, we have a huge landscape job. Gotcha. So we're working right through, but it's supposed to be cool the next two days as well. Yeah. So it's been a nice treat for us. But yeah, it's because of the cooler temperatures and, uh, you know, northeastern grasses are cool weather grasses. So it, they're all turning green again without yeah. any rain and they're yeah. starting to grow again. So we really didn't have a drought. So it's been a fantastic year. Yeah. Well, good stuff, man. I appreciate you, um, you know, uh, squeezing me in tonight and, um, you know, on a Friday night here and, and getting, getting this podcast finally, I knew that if I didn't like say, all right, can, let's do it. Can we do it tomorrow? Like I didn't want like another month craziness happen. You know, I see you at GIE like, Oh man, what happened? We never got the podcast let's do it now. You know, like, but yeah, so um, <laughs> next thing you know, we both get in the leaves and then we're like, Oh, yeah. What? Who? Yeah, Where? exactly. <laughs> yeah. So that, so that, thank you for being uh, so flexible and, and, and squeezing this in, um, on, on short notice kind of, you know, even though we talked about it months yeah. ago, but, uh, I'm glad we finally got it. A lot of, a lot of great stuff here. I might break this up into uh, two parts because it's, it's so long. This is an hour and 10 minutes. We've been just, just dropping knowledge and getting to know you. And I, I haven't really talked to you a whole lot like this. Like we'll talk online and see each other to JE, but like, this is like, it's like we're on the phone talking to each other, you know, and recording it yeah. for the for everyone else to hear it. So it was a good time. I appreciate it. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I uh I love doing these things. So and it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, I look forward to GIE. I can't wait. I'm more than ready for GIE. I'm actually bringing Max and my son this year. Um so nice. we've, we've had our Airbnb since I think January is when I booked it. We we have a house and uh Will from Will's Lawn Care, uh, Will Rice, he's staying yeah. with us. Oh um, sweet. So, yeah, so usually Brian Shane stayed with me last time, him and his son, yeah. Tyler, and he was supposed to stay with me again this year, but um, they they have a lot of stuff going on, and they're probably not even going to make GIE this year. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, so it's uh, me and then Max that works for me and my son. The three of us are all going down. Our plane tickets are paid for, Airbnb is paid for, all this stuff's done, and then Will is staying with us. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking forward. I'm ready. I'm ready to get out of here for a few days and just take a break. Um I'm, I'm more than, especially after not having it last year, I'm more than ready for GIE. So, uh, and I'm ready for, for your event. I'm super <laughs> stoked. It's going to be in a new place. And I'm super excited for that. Yeah. It's um, a cool venue, man, for sure. Yeah. It looked cool. Yeah, definitely. But, uh, thank you very much for having me. I greatly appreciate it. It's been a lot of fun and, uh, we can always make something happen. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I can't wait to see you at the GIE. Absolutely, buddy. All right. Take care. This has been an LCR Media and Mr. Producer production.